Welcome back to the Nano Blitz uh, episode. I don't know what what fifteen something like that. Fourteen. I think this is sixteen. Uh, sixteen. Okay. Um, in this episode, we're gonna talk all about Top Gun Mavericks. I mean, sorry, Madden Twenty. Um, <laughs> but but we were inverted. Yes. It, it actually some of our stuff will be inverted. Um, and uh, I apologize in advance if I let some kind of adult language um anglo-saxon in nature um do not call it french it is not norman frank okay history lesson battle of hastings anyhow um (laughs) (laughs) that was extra credit (laughs) y'all um yeah uh this is actually a first uh episode with uh madden 20 being live yep um just uh i guess maybe intro and bring you up to speed on i guess our experience thus far is uh we started our league what two preseason week two yes okay uh, a little earlier and this does not count hall of fame game by the way right um that's as, as week well as zero or whatever hall of fame game should not be counted <clears throat> yeah it's probably not even played let's forget about that true um (laughs) um but uh yeah so uh we did start it very early um because we try to maximize really our our purchase um well here's here's the thing nate (laughs) you can't start a league early it's not. It's not possible. Okay, like I think you I was could, waiting for this. You could say that you started the league early, if maybe everybody had EA access and you had pre-launch access to the game. That would be starting your league early, right? This is not starting. If the video game is on the shelf and you can pay money for it, and you did pay money for it, then you bought a game and you should be able to play it immediately tell us more <laughs> on the twitter there um tim right so yeah not <clears throat> not hiding my calm here so <laughs> look here's the thing if if a game comes out it should be out and yeah. uh, we've made jokes about this on our, on our podcast before about the game industry releasing incomplete games we've talked about how Madden puts out a game. EA puts out these sports games that have all these issues with them. By the way, most of this episode is based on this, so yeah. this is just a tease. And it's a one-year, <laughs> it's a one-year life cycle for the game, and everybody makes these excuses, right? And so we start having this issue. We start our league, and then they come out with this update, right? And we were sold on this idea that franchise mode and online leagues were going to get these season round updates year-long updates that are going to incorporate into our leagues and that is the even though they didn't outright say yes we're going to do this that was the expectation that they were setting that they were leading up absolutely absolutely if you say it's going to be a living world if you say it's going to be dynamic if you're going to say if you're going to say it's going to be year-long updates for franchise mode then you're assuming it doesn't mean restarting a franchise every time an update comes out because that's not updating your franchise. That's restarting your franchise. And that's not how this game gets played. And we can't, we just can't do that. No. And imagine, like, we have six people in our league. 
Imagine having a 32-team league that has to determine whether or not they want to restart their league because the first patch has player abilities in it that you cannot access. You can't even edit the players to have set abilities. You can only access them if you restart your franchise mode. So we're up there on Twitter, and we're like, yeah, this this is a bummer because it's impacting us. And immediately get hit with people saying, well, why would you even start your league? You should never start your league. before." I'm like, well, no, no, this is not on us. This is not our fault for starting too early. You can't start early if the game has been launched. Okay? Don't you tell play me. play to win the game. <laughs> you play to win the game. You pay to play the the game, game, right? So I have paid my money. So I'm not paying my $60 and saying I'm going to put this box over here and look at it longingly for the next four to six weeks. I have 12 months to get the most out of this game that I can. Oh, yeah. And we're we're on a good start, even though it started rocky. And because of said update. Yeah. Um, we actually, uh, yeah, we did restart the league, which was luckily we were what three weeks in on preseason, right? We had only, yeah, we were still waiting for somebody to finish a game in week two, I think. So we were, okay. we were actually okay. pretty good. Um, and we made the decision as a league to go ahead and say, nope, we got to redo this because it really did affect superstar abilities. Yep. Um, because that update would have disallowed future superstar abilities and stuff like that. Like that's a right. That's a big thing. Absolutely. Um, so we did. Uh, we 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 ditched the HomePod and we're going with Take Two. Yeah. Well, it was uh, it was Tim FL twenty twenty Mo Money. Mo, oh, Mo Money. Mo Money. Was, HomePod was last year. Yeah. HomePod was last year. <laughs> uh, this was Tim FL 2020 Mo Money. Now it's Tim FL 2020 Take Two. <sighs> yeah. So the, um, uh, we started our league. Um, I would say it's it, it's been interesting. Uh, you know, I, I'll probably touch base a little later whenever we're talking about the gameplay portion, but... I've, I've, I've actually, for the most part, I've actually enjoyed the game. There are things that drive me bonkers and nuts. And not just how many ch- uh, trades Chad does. but um, Yeah, stop trading, Chad. That does drive me nuts. But to each their own, I have to kind of pull back. Like Sarita, my wife, is, is just like, okay, yeah. You know, but... <laughs> I, I just have to pull back. I'm like, what? What? Why does he need Roquan Smith? Why does he need? You know, like. Uh. Well, I think he's convinced that <clears throat> lower-rated players in this game mean that they're not as good as they were in previous games. So he looks at overall ratings for his players and determines that they're not good enough because he's accustomed to having an all 99 secondary. And all of his linebackers, 85-plus, like, that's how he builds, you know, goes against those guys. When you find out that, like, there's not that many linebackers in the 80s and teams aren't really giving them up for, you know, without without paying them a lot for those players, um, you know, that 
that impacts it. And then on defense, ga- defensive gameplay is a lot harder. It's, it's very different this year. Yeah. yeah. it's I say it's harder, but it doesn't feel like it's harder. It just feels like it feels like you're at the mercy of the of the offense a lot of times. And if you don't if you don't get a pass rush, if your pass rush isn't on the quarterback quickly, they're going to have an open man and that guy's going to catch the ball. And that's just the way it is. Okay, so we're going to start off with gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> Even do, though we had a couple of other things here. Before we do, quick quick anecdote. So we told you the name of our league, right? And it's a private league. You can't get in. Sorry. Uh, but I, I, did a, I created a test league, and I was uh, using the Tennessee Titans, and I named it Titans. And it came back. It said, you cannot name your league Titans because it's inappropriate. It had tit in it. Yeah. Yeah. So... The name of a team in the NFL is inappropriate file save for Madden, and I, I just thought that was hysterical. Tit. Yeah. It's going to be my new thing. I'm just going to tweet that out. Tit. Do we have to censor that? Do we have to be an explicit explicit podcast this time around because you keep saying tit? No, that's not a cuss word. Okay. Just making sure. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know the rules. Uh, <laughs> no. Tit is not. Okay, we're going to stop because Ryan Tannehill's kids are probably listening to this. Oh shoot! And he is a titan. Um, and James Vanderbeek has <laughs> sensitive ears. <laughs> um, so we were gonna like we're gonna go a little bit off script here, uh, I guess, uh, if we do have a script. But um, we so we're gonna we'll we'll kind of round back to some of the other topics. But since we were on the topic of gameplay, and I I think maybe that's a good reworking for this is. Since we're already talking about it, gameplay is very, very different than the versions before. I'm happy that, like, I think we're back to a version, like, overall, my thoughts are, you can actually pass in this game, which was a little bit more questionable um, in the last couple versions. Like, it was, it's feast or famine, you're like, am I going to get picked off? All the time, you know, in the in the previous versions, um, this I, I'm not as worried about getting picked off. <laughs> I guess that's the thing. Uh, I I still am, but that's me. <laughs> that's just me. Um, uh, Tim did uh, have one of the two interceptions that I've thrown, um, and the other interception I'll get back to um, was, well, yeah, it was um, glitchy. Um, <laughs> Go figure. Um, but basically, like I, I do feel like trajectories are a little bit better this year. They've already done a, an update, though. Um, sorry that my cat is playing with toys in the background. So if you hear toys, that's my cat. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's the cat. Hey, <laughs> Cora. <laughs> Uh, yes, she's named after a Destiny character. Um, <laughs> um, basically, like I can find it, it's just easier for me to pass. But that also kind of brings up. I'm gonna go take that toy away. Give me a second here. <laughs> take over, Tim. A little brief pause there, Tim. Uh, since I had to take away a toy from Ikora there. Hey, no problem. Uh, we did a little change on the uh, uh, on some equipment while you were doing that as well, because I don't think our 
audio is synced up. Hopefully nobody will notice in the final edits. I always notice. Kind of. Maybe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, gameplay. Uh, zones. Uh, so I think I was talking about how there's already been an update that has actually affected zones. Well... trying to be not verbal in bad ways <laughs> hence my my very st i'm stopping talking basically um basically uh so the zones now the zone coverage that we started the game with is no longer the same right so we have to change our play style on the go just because of something that um they see fit and basically they changed that zone to take away uh flag routes right because in in competitive madden flag routes were being abused is it called competitive madden or, or i don't it, know is it called cheese madden i'm not sure <sighs> And are they competitive players or are they self-important? It's online, <laughs> I guess. Um, probably mutt stuff like that, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, they put me in the game as a coach and mutt. Now everything I want in the game should matter. Tell us how you really feel, Tim. I really feel like people who play Madden competitively are dicks. That's <laughs> that's how I feel. And and you guys, you know what? Maybe you're not. So sorry. Prove us wrong. Yeah, yeah. Just like, go go follow the major guys on Twitter, and and it's just silly. I I don't follow them. Um, uh, I've watched some of their gameplay and stuff like that, but I just I have no. I have no interest in watching some grown man yell at some other dude, uh -huh. um, and, uh, demean him. And tell him he's weak or whatnot. It's like an eighteen-year-old kid who's there with his, you know, father. Just, yeah. You know, yeah. I just no. Um, luckily, I haven't lost all faith in humanity. <laughs> We're getting there. I'll stop. <clears throat> um, We're getting there, though. Uh, but basically, um, they they they're doing some adjustments and stuff like that because of their tournaments and you know uh weekend leagues and mutts and all that kind of stuff but how how is that really improving the game because now you can't even throw those flag routes um against a zone like a, a, a purple was able to take it away but now you have some of your flat routes and everything like that your your sinks and everything like that that can take it away just the same as the purple so right um I, yeah so whatever i'm not throwing those routes anymore i you know i was throwing some of those routes occasionally and i was like okay cool i could throw those again because you know last year you couldn't well they made it to where it's just last year again on that mm -hmm. um you could throw over linebackers which is good and bad yeah it is um, the bad is, is um, even if you have a, a secondary player that's playing in that kind of that mid-range, 
they don't they don't jump they don't put their hands up they don't do anything um they literally just look at the ball yeah and that is not what a football player does and i understand like the reason why they have that because some of the user picks uh i mean not user picks but some of the the no look picks and everything like that that you've had in the past the jump picks yeah by that that level of defense i get that right I can deal with that. Um, it does infuriate me that you're trying to make a more realistic game and then you just take out realistic elements um, because, well, it's wrong in the first place. Yeah. That's the only thing that I can come up with. And I'm a little bit more negative this uh, this. Uh, recording here. I was trying to play Mr. Positive. Um, world, mate. <laughs> all right, and and overall gameplay though, I'm I'm really happy. I can use my my lower rated players now. Yeah. Right. And that because that's my really my that's kind of my a it keeps me well under the cap. You know, because right. the guy who's making five hundred fifty k versus you know. 400 you know 4 million it's it's a big difference yeah um and i'm also able to run my air raid offense it's not quite air raid it's somewhat there um they didn't get all of it right but hey you know watch some college football anyhow um (laughs) um basically you know like i'm enjoying those facets of the game um i do feel like defenses um it's all or nothing um meaning you either get pressure on the quarterback or you don't yeah and if you don't you can be picked apart by a user it's a lot harder at least in my experience to get picked apart by the computer quite the same way like those big 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 plays You'll still get, they'll get the completion and they'll be very good at those completions. Yeah, they will. Um, but I have found, you know, like whenever I'm not playing a user in this game, it's completely different style than whenever I'm playing a user. It, 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 it's like Jackal and Hyde, completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had two user games thus far, uh, one against Tim in week one where I was still just trying to learn defense. I was still trying to learn my playbook on offense and all of this stuff. Like we're sitting there trying to learn, and and it actually ended up being a pretty good game down yeah, that was down a fun to the game. wire. I threw a pick because um, I thought that my six five wide receiver would jump. Nope. Um, granted, um, you know, like a lot of that was also a defensive scheme that Tim did. He usered the middle there really very well and then also two zone players played their zones very well so that's i'm that's my fault on that throw but i was also trying to get in field goal range so i could win the game but and even even you can look at that though and say yeah um maybe i shouldn't have thrown the ball there but the way your receiver responds to the situation does nothing yeah he he switches to so he's playing defense right and before the ball even gets to him and then like I had a play in that game where I threw a touchdown pass to one of my receivers who made a play on the ball, uh, got it, put his body between the the ball and the and the defensive back and made a great play, brought the ball down. And it was great. And he was a short player, you know, it was Jakeem Grant. He's like five 
seven. Uh, yeah. Something like five that. seven ish. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, short, he's pretty right? small. Uh, he's a short guy, so he <clears> makes <throat> the play. I have not had a wide receiver play like that since, and like I have oh, these start. Yeah, I have these physical larger receivers other than Jakeem Grant. Um, mm-hmm. You know, their their actual scheme trait is that they're physical players. So that tells me they're gonna they're gonna put their body in front of uh, between the ball and the the corner. They're gonna make plays. They're gonna go out and get it. What we're getting is a lot of what we saw in like Madden sixteen and seventeen, where every pass that goes up, they jump for it and get hit and drop the ball, yeah. or like. In stride, they stop playing the ball and start playing the corner as if they're the defensive player and the corner is the receiver running the route. And it just it strikes me as really odd when it happens. It happens quite a bit to me as well. And again, like there's things I'm still learning about, like how to play the game better and how to scheme better. But it's like you said, if I don't have any pressure on a quarterback, I have to get rid of the ball super quick. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll have a guy wide like with a direct line on the quarterback, and I still can't get to him before he finds an open man. Or I have something like where I run a, a blitz play and my safety is supposed to play man coverage on the on one of the two wide receivers lined up on the left-hand side, like my game against the te- uh, D- Dallas, um, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys, that's what they're called. Who cares? Uh, so, <laughs> there yeah. was a Dallas Texans, by yeah. the way, but they are now the Chiefs, but... Yes. Uh, so yeah, I was playing against you know the Dallas Cowboys, and instead of playing man coverage, he ran. He ran from his safety position into a blitz. He was not blitzing. He was not in a blitz position. And now I have a wide receiver wide open in the end zone, and and I'm down a score because because he's wide open. And it's little plays like that that have just decimated me and made me so angry. It kind of takes me out of the game, and then I play worse because I'm upset, you know. And that's that's on me, but it shouldn't. I shouldn't be in that situation either. Well, it, I, I mean, that kind of goes to a rhythm type thing, I think, um, which has been present in Madden for many, many years. Of, well, is something rigged? Is it in the coding? Yeah, that kind of thing. Is and, it scripted? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Madden, you know, like EA even has a copyright. Um, I forgot the name of it. I wish that I had put it down. DDA or something? Yeah, DDA, um, where basically, and that has to do more with, I guess, head-to-head type thing and streaks and stuff like that, where it will purposely match you with somebody, um, online, for instance. Yeah. Um, and... Well, there's there's multiples, right? Yeah. And there's there's ways where the game, it, where it, there's matchmaking aspects of it, and then there's aspects of it where it determines that you're no longer having fun if you're winning by too much. Now they claim that this is not in Madden. They claim, but there's a lot of examples, and I'll I, you know I still watch a lot of film and stuff like that. Some YouTubers are the worst, but sometimes I'm like, okay, well. If I could pick up every little thing I can, yeah. see what their experience is, and they're playing competitive mode and whatnot. They're not playing franchise mode. But fourth quarter comes along, and then boom. It's like, I mean, you ha- you have those tip balls and stuff like that that happen, and it just happens to fall into a wide receiver 
after hitting the hands yeah. where it should have been caught by the other wide receiver, but they were hit. You know, it's like it's a predetermined thing. Right. The the player who ends up catching the ball runs in line with where the ball is going to go. Yeah. Despite the ball yet having even been tipped for the final time, I had that happen to me, where a guy ran uh, a deep route. My safety came up and deflected the pass, batted it back towards the line of scrimmage. The safety or the receiver kept running his route, like just kept running the route. Well, the pass after it was deflected hit a corner who was following the receiver in the knee and the ball then yep. bounced up over and right in line with his route. He, yep. he just catches it in stride. Like he was supposed to and runs it in for a touchdown. And you're like, how is that not set up? Mm-hmm. Like that just, that kind of stuff. Here's the thing. Can that type of thing happen in real life? Yes. The odds, mm-hmm. the odds are just, enormous though against that that's why the immaculate reception has a name that's why it's such a big deal because it doesn't happen every other game it happens once in a blue moon Mm -hmm. and in this it happens like every game and it happens in situations where you're in the fourth quarter or you're and this is the drive that if it works you're going to go ahead or you're going to put them away or it happens when you're trying to get back in the game Oh, and now your 99 overall carry running back who you're holding the R1 button on is going to fumble the ball. Yeah. You know, like those are the little things that make you say, mm. yeah. Oh, I mean, mm, 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 yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. CNC music factor. Um, <laughs> but also whenever you show video and stuff like that and, and whatnot to the developers on Twitter – and they're like, oh, but this happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me show you this oh. one clip of, uh, yeah. of a quarterback that we rated a 75 overall, breaking six tackles and throwing it 80 yards down the field. Yeah. But we rated him a 75 overall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that I, was I, bringing it back a little bit. I don't, know, I don't know what they rated him, but I see, I see the ratings guys arguing with um, a Philly fan all the time about um, – Carson Wentz's rating, yeah, and and like I've seen them use clips of Carson Wentz as reasons why crazy things happen in games. I'm like, so I'm just trying to put this together here. Yeah. Oh but, wait, yeah, you're a Cowboys fan. Mm, uh, typically, I see Andre. <laughs> Andre this is usually the one who's uh, who's like arguing about whether or not Wentz is any good. Dustin doesn't argue with people. He just makes sends them emojis and says they're stupid, basically. I think we're, we're moving on a little too soon. Let's go back to gameplay. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> gameplay. Um, you're going to have little subtle hints of that, uh, and they're not subtle. Um, not subtle. <laughs> hashtag not subtle. Um, but basically, like, overall, the thing that makes me happy is that it's so different than the last two to three versions. It's different for sure, and yeah. that, that does keep me a little more excited about playing the game. And I'm, I'm actually able to now go down, the, go down the field with the ball with purpose as it's intended. I agree. I agree. I think offensively, game offensively. Yeah. Is, is the best it's been on this console, this generation. Yeah. But that's a really low bar. Yeah, exactly, and that I guess that really is the the big thing is is it's it was such a low bar. Like the last two years have been such a low point for me 
as an offensive player just yeah man i struggle to find the words without cussing um (laughs) how upset and um everything that i was so i'm i'm happy to see that i could run my college base offense where everything's like horizontal and vertical and you know i I could do that i could try to make whether it's a computer or a user i could try to have them try to defend me horizontally in order to go actually eventually take those shots okay that's the whole idea of an air raid their shot plays anyhow um i'm able to do that defensively I've got a little bit of workings on that now, now that I'm, uh, you know, I played Jason, um, who's a very good player in our league. Yeah, he is. Um, And I was, uh, well, I'm going to tell you about the first quarter of that game. Yeah, (laughs) I threw a pass. It hit the offensive lineman. Okay. It was considered a fumble. He picks it up and takes it back for a touchdown. I'm down seven zip. It was considered a fumble? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my gosh. And another thing is, is and, and I haven't talked with Tim about this, but the lag was real in the game. Was it pretty bad? It was pretty bad in this. Like at one point, Jason even, like, because I'm texting him, I'm like, I can't even, I couldn't even pass the ball. Wow. I'm, I'm sitting there just mashing the thing trying to and then just no response i'm just like oh man okay come on think 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 because in this game you have no time especially if they're blitzing and he's blitzing with shakim griffin who's a 92 speed now for him not 91 a 92 speed wow okay so i have even less time there to react even if he's bringing four he's going to apply pressure within four seconds right Right, I have to think that I have to get rid of it in two to three seconds, period. So I'm I'm sitting there and we paused the game, um, and everything like that. And he actually even texted me. He's like, "Hey, you want to start over?" I was like, "No, let's just let's get this done with that kind of thing." Mm-hmm. And that was actually kind of a good thing for me. So thank you, Jason. Um, yeah, that was um, polite of him to ask that. That's good sport. That, um, you know that that. That showed, okay, well, I don't know what he's experiencing, but I was at least letting him know kind of what I was experiencing via text there. And I'm like, whoa, this is this is hard. I don't know what's going on. Is it a connection thing? You know, like my connection's fine. His connection's fine. It's just servers. Okay. So you're saying it was an EA problem. Well, they, I, I don't know. They're probably going to kind of, Point that back and say no. It's your own internet connection. Oh well, yeah, that's great. I'm a hundred. I'm running 120, no matter what. Right. Um. And uh. Yeah, it's very static at that and whatever. Anyhow. Um. So, um, that happened, and I thought that was weird. I ended up actually coming back and and winning that game and and whatnot. But it it was kind of like a. It was a good experience to have that because defensively I had to do some different things, um, that kind of thing. And and I was trying to throw some d- 
different looks. So it was it was kind of good with that. He figured out some things, but it took him till like the fourth quarter to figure out some of those things. Yeah. Because of what I was throwing at him, I was changing up my zones because zones are now all out of whack, and so I'm the play art. Normally, whenever you play me, whenever it's defense, that is not what I'm playing. Hint, hint. Um, (laughs) um, But basically, um, I came back one, but I actually played a pretty good defensive game. I only had two two sacks against them. Oh, wow. Um, That kind of thing. But uh, And those were actually design blitzes that I got those two sacks on. Um, but I, I was pressuring them, and I didn't let them run the ball. I was I was blitz running, you know, like so I was doing run blitz basically. Yeah. Um, I would send an extra guy here or there. I wouldn't always consistently do it, so it was kind of randomized. Um, so yeah, um, I felt pretty good about that. Now against the computer, I've got a whole scheme that I can do, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna shut you down, whatever. <laughs> You may get occasionally some big play or something like that because Madden. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to shut you down, that kind of thing. And, um, like, I think against San Francisco, um, for one thing, their offensive line is horrible. <laughs> I had 14 sacks against them. That's ludicrous. Um, so, and, which is just does not happen in real life. But I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this. <laughs> And, and that kind of thing. And I was like, okay, it's still working. It's still working. It's still working, you know. And um, and I just kind of ran that scheme, that whole game for that. Um, which helps out my players and, and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I don't have necessarily the best players. But anyhow, gameplay is worlds different than previous versions. Should is this a good segue to maybe some of the franchise stuff or? I think um, it is because okay. I think it plays into gameplay, right? Yeah. So we always think of gameplay, or maybe some people do think of gameplay as what's happening on the field. That's not the only place you play the game. Exactly. Right. So any features in franchise mode to me they still fall into gameplay because you're playing the game. <laughs> Going back to that, so. Herm uh, Edwards yeah. goes in my mind every single time he says that. So there's a bunch of stuff. First of all, there's a bunch of on the field like issues that the game is still experiencing. Um, things like um, the kick meter drops off for people. There's a, a which is a pretty big deal. We haven't experienced it, but um, you know, there's a glitch that Nate was telling me about where if you audible out of an onside kick, your your kicker still only runs the onside. It's only in head-to-head. Uh, I know that yeah. um, in, in head-to-head online, they've ran into that where uh, a guy actually uses this as a strategy late in the game where he comes out an onside kick and the other team's not ex- expecting it, right? Right. And if and his idea is that he um, does that so that they can waste a timeout, which is actually really smart. Um, but if they don't, then he just audibles out of it. Well, it doesn't change the camera angle whenever you audible out of it. And it hasn't forever. And basically what you have with this is, is that the animation still stays the same for an onside kick. So the kicker runs the 10 yards like he's kicking and does the 10 yards and everything. And then the ball flies in the other direction, (laughs) (laughs) you know? 
so there's yeah there's some goofy stuff like that um i i had a audio one against the cowboys where um amari cooper caught a pass and they were like that's the car to cooper connection it's like no what it was the prescott the cooper connection you know little things like that that are still kind of glitchy um things like the jump balls the batted balls that go crazy places um the winning but not winning winning but not winning uh, on like if you're blitz blitzing against the blocker and then yeah. you win which uh, and then it's just uh, okay i'm still being blocked a little foreshadowing here is i'd love to get clint oldenburg's um takes on that being that being that go-to guy for that maybe if i send him a video on twitter he'll respond anyway um <laughs> Yeah, so there's just a lot of little things like that on in the gameplay. But I look at these features, and I was really excited about these features coming into it. So yeah. things like um, yeah, things like the scenario engine, right? So you have the scenario engine, and I think the scenario engine is a great thing for them to build on. But I don't know if you noticed this after the first update, after the first patch. So when you have a, a when you have a scenario communication on your on your things to do page there's a little checkbox in the top corner of it that's supposed to be a picture of like a message bubble with like the little exclamation point saying like you have a new text message and it won't show up unless you're highlighting it like it just blinks out right which is a little thing but it's still a thing mm-hmm. then you have like a running back so i had a running back my second string running back gets a moment because what happens? Um, my starting running back gets injured in the fourth quarter. He comes in and puts up 35, 40 yards in the fourth quarter, which is pretty good for one quarter yeah. of play. But he's now registered as a starting running back. So he comes in the next week and is like, you're not getting me enough carries. You're not getting me involved in the game enough. Well, of course I'm not. You're my backup running back. Why would I get you involved in the game? You know, so he wants more yards. So I go out in the next game, and I, I don't get him enough yards in that game um, for him to be happy. And he comes back, and he's like, I don't know why you didn't get me the ball more. I was wide open. What do you mean you were wide open? You're not even my receiving back. You know, you're a power back. I don't throw you the ball. Like, this doesn't make any sense, you know, in context of what's happening in the game. So there's little things like that um, in Scenario Engine, which, by the way, I started playing NHL 20 this week because I have 10 hours free on EA Access. They don't have a scenario engine, but they have a morale system. And as I've been playing it through, it is already 10 times better like executed than the way scenario engines executed. You know, I had a coach come up to me and he's like, hey, I, I started a uh, expansion team. The coach says, hey, we have a really young team. We need some, We need a veteran. And I get three options to say to him. And the first one is, I 100% agree I'm going to make a change. And then, uh, you know, actually what ha- comes out is he just says that we're young. We probably need a veteran presence. And then I get to I get to say, I agree. What do you want me to do about it? Where I let the coach tell me. Or I can say I disagree, which gets him a minor morale drop. Or I can try to persuade him that he's wrong, which has a risk-reward for morale and, and team chemistry. So if I say, you know what, you're right. He says, well, we would need to go out and either sign or trade for a player that's 30 years or older. So I go out and I and, and I say, I can say, I agree. Or at that point, I can even back out and say, no, I'm not sure that that's the right decision. 
and and kind of back out of it and have that minor morale drop at this point. Two weeks later, if I haven't done it and I've agreed to it, he's going to come back. If I did do it, he's going to come back like the next day after I did it and be like, thank you so much for doing this and have another morale increase, right? I had a player come to me and say, um, something's not right. We either need, something's not right with our team. And I said, I agree. What do you think we should do about it? He says, we should either improve our players or improve our coaching. And I had an option to go out and either fire and hire a new head coach or try to improve my top six forwards or tell him that he's being a little bit hasty. And so I told him he was being hasty because I'm an expansion team that's played 20 games. I'm not firing my head coach, you know, <laughs> and nobody's trading me top players right now. So, um, you know, so give me these. Were you the Seattle expansion? No, it wants me to be, but no, I always make the Milwaukee Mustangs. But anyway, um, that's just what I do. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I do. So my point, though, being like the conversation system makes sense. It's clear what I'm saying. And it happens when it's important and it feels weighty and it feels like I can make a decision and feel like I'm having a conversation with the player. Take that and then go look at some of these conversations in Scenario Engine and it and it doesn't feel as intuitive. You know, take something as simple as, coach, we have an X-Factor player that we have to do. What do you want to do? Ignore him, neutralize him, stop him. What's the difference between neutralizing him and stopping him? Like, or it's neutralize or shut him down. It's like, what? What's the real difference between there? I don't really even know what I'm agreeing the, the to. The only real difference of that is the XP that you get at the end of it. Right. That's it. But as the as the player, I come in and and I'm like, what do those words mean yeah. in context to what's going on? And there's it's not clear, and it doesn't give me an explanation of what will happen when I choose it. NHL does, and it it just executes it so much better than than the scenario engine does it. So again. Scenario Engine's a great idea, but it doesn't seem to be working properly. And, um, and there are glitches. Like So after our matchup, that's the reason why I was kind of looking down at my phone here. Um, I was actually looking at what Jason sent me, and he sent me a text of his scenario Okay. Um, whenever he faced me. And even though it was a loss for him, it said, Coach, that was a big-time win against a big-time team. Yep. I mean, I'm cool. I'm cool with him getting the XP, but he didn't win. You have a scenario engine that doesn't even play out right. Right. So, what's the point? Yeah, exactly. You know, we they they used to talk about features and things in the game that used to be in the game that aren't in the game anymore. And the static response was, "We don't have it in the game because we don't think it executes properly." Okay. Well, here's a bunch of things that aren't executing properly, right? So. Um, you know, I think moving on from scenario. Oh, you know what? Uh, Jakeem Grant had three touchdowns against you before getting oh, yeah. injured in that first game. Not my fault. Week three. That was week one. Week <laughs> two, he has he doesn't he doesn't score a touchdown. He he plays okay. Week three, he comes to me and is like, I had a big game last week. No, you didn't. He had a big game two weeks ago. Like they can't even tell time in this scenario. So I think it's just randomly trying to. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of silly. Uh, so then you look at other stuff that we were excited about. Uh, we love custom draft classes that came in last year. Um, so we built a draft class this year. And we did it because um, a, lot of, a lot of the ones we looked at online, especially early on, were not taking into account the rating shift and the rating spread that happened. 
and you have all these players that were in the 80s overall that were coming in the draft. And that's just not how it works right now. Right, exactly. So so we went in and we started editing. We spent a lot of time on it. and um, uh, Tim spent a lot of time on it. Yeah, but you, you advised <laughs> me and you helped me out a lot, especially with the quarterbacks. Um, you know, we have some cool stuff in there, which, by the mm-hmm. way, the, uh, the, if you're on PS4, you can go download this. It's um, uh, NB2020 Draft is the name of the file. Um, okay. And my user is the user Samzo77. We've got over 70 downloads at this point, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, but we tried to make it as, as close as possible. And actually, I think I have a little bit of a – here's one of the things that I differ from some of the uh, ratings guys on. I don't think there's as much difference in players as their physical abilities and their traits. Like, I, I think that players are all pretty talented – I think the things that end up making them succeed or not succeed are things like their awareness, things like their intelligence, things like the scheme and their situation that they get put into. You know, I would love to see, I'd actually like a ratings bunch, like having less players rated higher, but you don't need a 34 overall tight end. No. That guy's not a 34 overall tight end. He's a long snapper. He's a long snapper, right. So, first of all, figure that part out, but... Um, bring those ratings up a little bit more together. So I think, so like if you go look at our quarterbacks, we have a lot of quarterbacks in the sixties. Cause I don't think, yeah, I don't think that you're taking a seventh round quarterback. That's going to be a 52 overall, a 52 overall, even in Madden 20 is never going to play a game. Now here's the truth. The truth is that's, that's what happens a lot of times with seventh round quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. But as a user, I want to feel like I can eventually make something of him if I so choose. Yeah. And putting them down in the 50s means that you're not going to be able to do anything with this guy ever. Tough luck. You know, at least that's how it feels. And at least starting him in at, say, 59 or 60, that's still workable. Exactly. Um, I, I feel in this version that's still workable. Yeah. I got guys on my team. Like, my starting right tackle right now is... Uh, well, he's now a 61, um, but he started out as a 57. Yeah. But I had him on the bench. Um, but I'm starting him now because I want to develop him. Yeah. Um, so, so and we, he was a seventh-round draft choice uh, not this past season, but the season before. Okay. Yeah, that, that works, you know. So I think with this draft class, we, we have 450 real players done a bunch of mock drafts done a bunch of stuff where we've have simulated 10 years in advance like to see how these players do and i'm really pleased with how they just kind of fit in with the rest of the league um and with how they develop you know they don't overtake the league it's not like the greatest draft class that ever happened no. um, but these players depending on their situation and where they go a lot of them some of them really will sprout up which is really cool to see so um, we feel like it's a really good draft class, and we think you should check it out. So, again, it's uh, NB2020 draft. Uh, Samso77 is the is the user on that one. It's only on PlayStation 4. No, we're not going to do it for Xbox at this time, um, but just kind of putting that out there. So going back to how that cool feature that we really like breaks the game is you go in, and, and it's hit or miss because I did a bunch of – 
leagues where this didn't happen, but in our league it's happening and there's no way to fix it. Um, you go and you scout the player, and it says they're a number uh, a first-round draft pick yeah. regardless. Yeah. Regardless. And I guarantee you when we get in there to go draft it, they're all going to say they're rated zero in talent. Um, that, and it'll probably do the thing. Another thing that it'll do with that is, is uh, and this happens even with non custom draft classes is how it will <laughs> change it like so whatever you scouted and let's say if they were initially a, a sec a, you know a third round yeah okay uh let's say late third round and whenever you scout and you do the full scouting and it's like oh mid second round yeah. well it'll just disregard all of that so you have to pretty much just either take a picture or note that down exactly, or whatnot yeah have your 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 draft board is going to be so important in this yeah. year's version because of how You're, buggy it yeah. is and not your madden draft board your written draft board is what's going to be important i have a draft board there and then i take pictures and that way yeah. I, and then i have them in a note and whatever. yeah yeah so do your thing but think about it you know we put all that work into this and now it doesn't even you can't even scout it properly we put in we made efforts to make sure there were players that were going to be better later in the draft you know yeah. because they weren't valued as high but now you can't pick those out because the scouting yeah. doesn't work properly so good luck um to everybody who's using our draft class and drafting a quarterback there yeah. are actually some really good ones in there but yeah. uh, but I, yeah. I i think that it depends <laughs> like it has nothing to do with our class particular no because it's happened to us on a couple on one test league and on our league but in some of my other test leagues it didn't happen Hmm. So I don't think it even has anything to do with our specific file. No, it, it's, it's just a Madden yeah, glitch. It's just a glitch, yeah. And it's stupid. And fix it, guys. Um, <laughs> oh, so, but yeah. they can't push that fix. Right. And then one of the cool things we worked with, too, was making sure that we had some, you know, some better developers in that draft class. So star, superstar developers. Um, and when you draft a star, superstar developer, they come out as a hidden development trait, right? And they fixed it where they no longer show uh, show what they actually are by how they flex. But um, there's still a, a thing that even though they fix that, sometimes it'll still vibrate. Oh right, right, right. Um, Your controller will and, still and, vibrate. And that's actually how you know when you go scouting is whether or not it vibrates. If it's the and and, and dings like there's little tells that will tell you, even though the 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 photo's not showing it to you. But yeah. Um, at any rate, hidden development traits still don't count snap counts. Still. The first patch said that they fixed it, and I feel like it actually got worse. It's pointless. Yeah. It, it, it was a great idea. Executed incredibly poorly. Yeah. Just. It doesn't work. It, it doesn't. Yeah. Like, I have, I have, what, three or, three or four hidden mm -hmm. guys? Yeah, I so with uh, you know how you adjusted. Um, so the the fix for that is is that the commissioner has to go in there and adjust them well, or not. And that's that's what we hoped the fix well, would. Be. We hoped it. I didn't even bother because I was like, I, I've read and I was like, it, it's hit or miss on that. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, didn't work. <laughs> didn't work. So I went in and I edited everybody's players so that they would show what their actual development trait is. We advanced to the next week, and everybody reverted back to 
hidden development trade. So I have an 81 overall superstar tight end who's supposed to have one or two superstar traits that he does not have access to. Yep. Because the and the development isn't active right now either. It it'll be active next season. Right. So again, great idea. It doesn't work. It it doesn't it doesn't work. You know. Uh, right after we um, created that draft class, too, file sharing went down for some reason on PlayStation mm. and was down for several days. And it's just it's just foolishness. It's it's utter ridiculousness that this completely released game, you know, and, that, and then that was the other thing we alluded to at the uh, earlier is, you know, you you said you're going to be updating franchise mode with these updates, but then you find out you have to restart your league and that's not an update. That's a do over. And that's so dumb guys. That's so terrible. What are you doing out there? Why is it this way? This game is so bad and it's because of these issues that we're running into. It's like the gameplay, yes, the gameplay has improved. But the rest of the game is a pile, guys. It's a big pile, and it <laughs> smells really bad. Not because you didn't put in effort, not because you didn't try, but because everything you tried to accomplish, you failed at. You didn't. Yeah. It doesn't work in the game. It's hit or miss. And if half of your purchasers, your half of your users, are experiencing these types of issues and you still haven't fixed it, People are, are literally being impacted by their online records for because of the kick meter issue, and it still isn't fixed. So, you know, you tell little Timmy or Tommy to, to aspire to be one of, these, one of these competitive Madden players who are a joke, by the way, with the way they act on Twitter and the way they behave. You tell them to aspire to be one of these jokers, and they can't even do it because they can't get a good record because your game is broken. Boo. <laughs> uh, I told you that it would be kind of a little... I, I guess we're being a little bit more real this time. Like, I was trying to play, I guess, Devil's Advocate and hopefully be positive, but after having my hands on with it, I'm just like... You, you improved the gameplay, but it's buggy. It's still got its bugs to it. But overall, hey, you know what? That's how it should have been four years ago. But, um, right. You know, uh, and and I understand. That's me trying to bring myself back to a level head, but the the franchise stuff like first you don't you don't even acknowledge that franchise is part of the game, pretty much on a consistent basis, even though a, a majority of people probably play franchise yeah, of some kind. They've said that franchise is the most popular mode, that most people will start a franchise. And then you just, it is a steaming pile. Just exactly what, um, you know, it's, I wish I had an alternative. Because I, and don't give me the whole Doug Flutie maximum football type thing, um, which actually just recently passed uh, Xbox Live yeah, so uh, stuff. comes so. out like September 27th now. There's some really cool features in there. Yeah. The way they're doing, like, it's a college game. Yeah. Uh, so, like, the way they're doing recruiting looks really cool. 
and I would love to see features similar to that and a and a triple A title like Madden, but I'm not gonna get a lot of enjoyment out of playing that game. No, it it's just not real enough, I guess. Um but then again, Madden it's kind of That's why I would rather be playing you know. NHL twenty or yeah. or FIFA nineteen or FIFA twenty. Or MLB, you know, the show, like Yeah. Or even NBA two K yeah. with all of its issues. Yeah, I could be Sophie Cunningham. And you know, and I'm going to bring this up real quick because I think about this every time. We talk about how much better, from a franchise mode and gameplay style, um, games like NBA 2K are, games like MLB The Show are, games like NHL 20. You know, NHL 20 got all of our features we've been asking for for a Madden game. Games like FIFA. But there's one thing that they don't have. Which is the whole reason you and I even play Madden still. It's football. Well. Well, that too, I guess. Online leagues. Yeah. You can't get an online league. So I think the question I have for you, Nate, I'd, I'd love to get your, because you didn't know I was going to ask you this. Uh-oh. Like, if, you know, if Madden could have all of those features and the better gameplay, but it didn't have an online league, how would you feel about that? Ooh. Hmm. Well, okay. Two parts to this. Um, and he did put me on the spot here, so um Maybe on the spot. <laughs> I'd be very happy in a lot of regards because I was like, Oh hey, I could do this. But then I would be like but you used to have online leagues. <laughs> <laughs> but you used to, and that's uh, you know, I mean, and that that really just I, that is like there's so many things in this game that used to be there that were good, and then you just. Mm. Mm-hmm. But and that's the thing though, NBA 2K used to have online leagues. Yeah, and be the show used to have online leagues. They don't because they wanted to focus on core gameplay stuff. Um, even though they were blowing games like Madden out of the water when it came to court gameplay stuff. Yeah. And honestly, those didn't have a whole lot of online league stuff. Like, there's more Madden online leagues because football is kind of king in the United States. Yeah. Well, it's it's just like fantasy football with a joystick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. It can be anyway. It's supposed to be. Yeah. We want it to be. We, we want it to be. Um, yeah. Yeah. I do like the speed of Andy Isabella, by the way. Yeah. I like my speed. And before we move on, uh, <laughs> yeah. And before we move speed. on, I do want to mention the soundtrack real quick. We've brought this up before. The need for speed. For another for another Tom, year. Tom Cruise reference. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for another year, the Madden soundtrack is nothing but rap. Or you can do the it's not rap, it's hip-hop. Hip-hop, whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sorry I'm not educated like that, but it, it fits in that genre, that, that scheme of music, right? Yeah. And, I, and it, great. It's good music. It's not terrible music by any means, but it's not diverse. It's not um, eclectic. There's not variety. I don't know. I haven't listened to any other one other than Big Numbers because that's the first thing I do yeah. is turn off the soundtrack because it's all the same. Right, exactly. And it's not my nothing against it. I actually listen to some hip hop here and there, that kind of thing. But it's not my first genre yeah. to listen to. Well, I go, I go play 
NBA 2K, and it's not all hip hop. I love the two. I keep the 2K one, yeah. and Sarita kind of laughs at me because then I know all the lyrics. Yeah, they work in a couple rock songs, and they always put in some classic stuff. They'll put in some classic hip hop. They'll have a classic rock song. They'll have a, a modern rock song. And so here's here's the thing that gets me with the soundtrack on Madden 2 is you go into a game and you're playing like a game at Ford Field or wherever you're at and you get you can hear on the overhead, you know, High Hopes by um, uh, Panic at the Disco or you hear Believer by Imagine Dragons or you hear uh, Shuffling by LMFAO, you know, or uh, um, uh, uh, GNR. Yeah. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah. Uh, but these songs are not available for you to listen to on on their soundtrack. It's just in the game. Yeah. So what you're telling me is that it's in the game because NFL fans listen to this type of music, and it's what people who go to the games expect to hear. But but it, it's in the game, right? But it's not it's not what your players. It's in, it's in the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not what I'm gonna hear when I'm in franchise mode, like. I want variety in my soundtrack. Just yeah. give me variety. Keep the keep yeah. the stuff that you have in there, yeah. but get me some variety. That's all. And, and they used to do that. They don't anymore. Yeah, yeah. And so it, that's a that's a digression. Of the soundtracks, like MLB always does a great job. Two K does a great job. I, I'm not as familiar with NHLs, even though I will be buying uh, NHL. Actually, maybe I'll just do that today because Sarita yeah. wants it. Because Go Blues. Yeah. Um, you know, like... It, I would say that... It's fun. NHL and MLB have variety in the soundtrack, but they have they don't have enough songs on their soundtrack. Yeah. Um, NBA yeah. 2K always has a huge playlist with a lot huge. of... Huge. Yeah. And it's all across the board with, yeah. with 2K. Um, yeah. I, the 2K soundtrack... Uh, actually, some of the, the older MLB soundtracks were really, really good. Yeah. Uh, but again... Not quite as long, yeah, uh, and then you know. FIFA soundtrack always has a little bit more world sound to it. Yep. You know, like music from other countries going on. I would say that does yeah. that does uh, an equal job to the good ones. Not absolutely not, not men. Yeah, I, I always hear music that I wouldn't expect or I've never heard before on FIFA, which yeah. I I really enjoy that aspect of it. Um, okay, so that that covers soundtrack. Um, We've lost that love and feeling gone 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 uh (laughs) so i would like for us we've been okay let's talk about clint oldenburg yeah and and anthony Uh, white have left twitter completely let's just talk this will be our social media segment here which we've been uh not not necessarily teasing we've just been kind of just we've been telling you that it's a struggle it's a thing so I think if you've listened to our show, like Ryan Tannehill does, or yes. James Vanderbeek, or Jason, uh, or, or Deion uh, Sanders Jr., um, <laughs> uh, who were you saying the the um, the YouTuber that um, also has Twitter? Uh, what's oh, his uh, name? I forgot. Who's the? Oh, 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 uh, Mills. Took, yeah, Mills Gaming. Mills Gaming. Yeah, um, these guys are religiously listening to our show. <laughs> Um, disclaimer they're not all i think we're up to 10 i think i i declared that on twitter yeah. at some point Which or whatnot we've but, always yeah. been going for quality listeners yeah. over quantity listeners so I and think our our well. uh, our winner of uh the the actual oh. free copy yeah which i thought was actually kind of fun this yes. year that you know we could 
We could do the Chad play your game thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Having everybody on the Twitter tweeting, Chad, play your game. Uh, That was great. Um, Anyway. Anyhow. Sorry. Anyway. um, So, Clint Oldenburg leaves Twitter. Now, we've talked about this on our show. Um, We never really thought that Twitter was the best place to give feedback to devs about a game. And we don't like people who go on Twitter and tell Clint Oldenburg nasty things about his family as a way to yeah. like tell them they don't like his game. Look, Twitter's the worst, yeah. and yet it is the only social media that I have. If you're out there saying hateful things yeah. to, to these people, get off Twitter, get a life, grow up, stop being that guy. There's Look, there's a difference between yeah. sometimes throwing shade and sarcasm between saying I'm going to come after your family. That is wrong. Yeah. And and if that's you, you know what? Ditch your burner accounts. You're not funny, you're not effective, and nobody loves you. Get get out. <laughs> Just get out of everything. Don't show your face ever again. If that's you. If you're the guy saying those things, and I don't mind saying that. I'll be the bad guy on this. I don't think I'm the bad guy. I'm saying what everybody should be saying, which is stop being that guy. Don't do that to real life people. Be a productive human yes. with, with, you know, like formatted criticism that is in hopefully a positive manner. We've been a little bit more negative in this episode, but we're trying to be positive, but yeah. we're just so fed up. It's we're, um, we're being critical. Well, yeah, we're and we're not, but we're not going out and saying it's trash and and we we just called it a steaming pile. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but but we recorded it with our real names and voices. Yes, like we're going on the record saying that we're not pleased with this, and there's it's there's a difference in how that's being done. Yeah, and uh, we're we're trying to do it because we would be, I I know I would, I, so I'm not necessarily gonna speak for tim on this if they have something to say say it to us i'm cool with that yeah but don't don't send me a freaking emoji or something like that don't you know don't try to look in the our, our twitter history and say oh but you said this mm. but we'll get to that we'll get to that yeah so clint clint used to actually be pretty bad on twitter he like he used to feed trolls and I always question that. And, and here's the thing. Twitter, I don't think Twitter is a great spot place for us to communicate with devs. Nope. I think, I think devs need a safe place to uh, communicate with their, um, with their fans and with the, the people who play their games, um, the consumer. And I think it needs to be official you know, blogs and official um, message boards and things like that. It needs to be moderated. It needs to be, yeah. you know, it needs to be a safe spot safe space and there needs to be rules of engagement all that kind of stuff needs to exist and we shouldn't be going out to twitter looking for people who who make games so that we can tell them to jump off a cliff because we didn't like their game it's not okay right so twitter was never a good place to do this but for some reason under the rex era they decided that it was a good place to do this and everybody was on twitter this is where they give out a bunch of they do a bunch of contests and all the developers are giving away uh, demo keys, things like that. You know, so I I understand why Clint is leaving Twitter. If this is why he's leaving Twitter, then I understand why. Um, you know, but 
it sh- he probably shouldn't like this shouldn't be an expectation for his job anyway. Nope. And if you don't like that he's not on Twitter, too bad. So you know, tw- Clint, you do you. Yeah. Keep working on your game. Hopefully, it'll get better. That's my hope. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and hopefully, you're not shutting down all criticism, and you're finding it from constructive places. Who are not a couple of other individuals that are still on Twitter. Right. So let's talk about that real quick because <laughs> so in our last in our last episode we were we were talking about ratings and we were talking about the guys who do ratings and here's the thing. Andre is still Andre is still doing okay, but he's still he does a few things here and there. So the other day he put out there like, Hey guys, I know a lot of you think we're biased. Tell us who you think we're favoring and why or who we're not favoring and why. And as soon as people started pointing out players he immediately rebuttaled every single one i didn't take the bait yeah and actually uh uh, tim had texted me a day after i'd seen it i was like (laughs) nope i didn't take the bait because i was like i already know the answer i already know what i'm gonna get as the answer the answer is well i'm right you know and so look it's okay to be confident but as we discussed in our last podcast andre's not a scout nope even though he claims yeah He's not a scout. He's not a professional scout. He's just really high on his opinion. And that's it. Um, But we also pointed out that he's probably more qualified than lead uh, ratings adjuster, which is Dustin. And when we talked about Dustin, I pointed out his extensive background as a valet and how that doesn't necessarily make him qualified. And I kept saying that, you know, qualifiers, like I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just saying this is what his history is. You know, today... I'm, I'm done with the not being disrespectful thing. I'm done with the here. I'm not. Look, I'm. We got this clown going out on Twitter. Everybody knows he's a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Everybody criticized the ratings that they gave uh, Dan Jones from the Giants, who's now the starter. Who's now the starter? He's still only a 68 overall rated. 68. Mm-hmm. He's still only a 68. So they have increased him by... Uh, five, well, five points from yeah. when it was announced. Exactly. So he started as a 63. He's now a 68 overall. He was the most effective quarterback of the rookie class in the in the preseason, which is what kind of helped get him boosted up there, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody also criticizes him every year for how bad Eli Manning plays in the game, for how bad Eli is rated. And he is always always been a troll about troll that. that big time um, you know where he'll he'll be at a game and like eli will throw an interception and he'll take a picture of the field and he was doing this four years ago and be like oh i guess i got that eli rating right so he took it to a new level this time and so just just in the last couple of days he's retweeting people's tweets from july saying you messed up Eli Manning's rating. And then he's doing, putting it with like little smiley face emojis and like, look at me now. Eli does suck. He does deserve a 73 overall because the these guys aren't even starting him now. Okay, but they benched him for a guy that you rated at 68 overall. But how petty do you have to be to go back three months and say, or two months and say, Look at me now, y'all. 
trying to argue with me now about this Eli Manning rating because I was right. Oh, no, don't say how petty. How much of a 13-year-old? Right. It's what a maturity are, thing. Though. It is. What are you, a child? Get over yourself, dude. This is just unacceptable. And another reason why developers shouldn't be on Twitter because not everybody can handle this type of yep. conversation. So you know what? You need to take a page out of Clint's book. You need to get the hell off Twitter because you are a clown and you are a joke. And you want to know why people think that you're a cowboy homer? This is why people think you're a cowboy homer because you're a dick about it. Because you're a jerk about it. Because you're going to go dig up these things. And then you have the audacity. Some guy rebuts you. He, some guy calls you out for it and says, dude, laugh it up now because you're going to be out of a job in a year. And you retweet that and you're like, gee, I wonder why devs are quitting Twitter. Well, it's not because they're dicks like you. It's because they're getting death threats. This guy is calling you out for yeah. your stuff. So you know what? Get over yourself and don't play the victim when you're the one who went back on his Twitter account two months ago and liked his his complaint about you rating Eli Manning too low. So if you wanna if you wanna get serious about it, you are not a victim, Dustin. You are an overglorified valet who has had a job for way too long doing something you are not qualified for. So you need to shut up and thank your lucky stars that you get a paycheck every week doing something that every one of us would love to do and are equally qualified to do. So shut up, sit down, get off Twitter. All disrespect intended, Dustin. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to adjust the uh, temperature here. I'm going to put the, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the air down. Um, and forgive me. I If you've yeah, listened to our no, show, I'm, this is not how I typically behave. But He's this, worked up about it. Yeah. This is... This has been an ongoing thing where he keeps pushing this envelope of this this mentality that he's just smarter or better than everyone, and that's what he's doing. And he stirs it up, and then wants to play the victim. Get off your get off your soapbox, bud, because yeah. it's busted. You're not better than everyone. It's a double standard, and it kind of all that's his track record. Absolutely. And so, well, um, I was actually enjoying Clint lately. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in the past, you know, six months or whatnot, like I've enjoyed some of his feedback and some of his, like, looking at this and everything like that. Um, and so that that's kind of unfortunate with with that situation, because um, the world just it's cruel, um, that kind of thing. But um, I, I'm I'm worked up just as much as Tim is. I'm just not verbalizing it. I appreciate you trying to balance me out here. Um, <laughs> I'm trying, man. So I actually, before we started recording, I was like, how do I not F-bomb constantly? And quite literally, I've kind of tried to level myself out because that's not me either. You know, like, I don't want to get worked up quite like what Tim did there, even though I'm... <laughs> I understand. Um, that's not that's not how I anticipated I didn't this on the show either. I was I've seen I've seen Tim pretty mad before and so I mean that's whew. um and it takes a lot. Like Tim's a pretty good guy. He's pretty level headed and tries to think about it before he says it. I think I think um, my button is when people act like they're better and smarter than other people. Yeah. And that's what that's what really gets me about this guy. Um Yes. I'm not gonna belittle or anything like that, but um I am gonna say um, he has a responsibility that yes. we don't have. Um, 
And that's the reason why I'm very upset with how he carries on and continues to carry on. And this is the guy who is actually, he is affecting my gameplay. Yeah. So, and yes, it's not the gameplay itself, but it is the ratings. It is how a quarterback reacts or, or whatnot, or a certain player or whatnot. Like he is ex- affecting my experience every single year. And so I don't want him to actually try to troll somebody just because he's being trolled. Trolling is not good. Whether you're like, if you're trolling back, you know, like that, that's not good. Yeah. Um, you're excusing the behavior at that point. Yeah. You're, you're saying it's okay to do this. And you're asking for more of it. Absolutely. And then whenever it gets too far for you because you you did that action, then you're like, oh, but oh. woe is me. Come on, guys. Don't be mean, guys. Oh, my gosh. It's just a game. Uh, yeah, it is just a game. Which I'm going to go park my car. Yeah, go park some cars, Destin. Look. It's Sorry. like you said. He has a responsibility. He is the face of. Mm-hmm. He is a a face of EA. He is a face of the Madden team. And he made himself. He made himself more of a face this year. Yes, he purposely put himself out there as a face. This is you know. So you don't get a personal Twitter account at this point. This is your work Twitter, dude. Oh, it is. Yeah. Um. And like what we put out on Twitter represents the Nano Blitz, right? Yep. Okay, the Nano Blitz is not a billion-dollar gaming industry. It's just two guys who are having fun yep. doing commentary. We represent ourselves. We don't represent a conglomerate. We don't represent a sponsor. We don't represent any of those things. He does, and he should take that seriously, and he should be a gosh-darn professional about it. My own personal Twitter account, I cannot tweet some of the stuff like what he does. Right. Right? I, I could because I could be fired for that. It says, my Twitter doesn't even tell you who I work for. Yep, same here. But I could be I could be liable or I could be fired for representing them in a negative way or for disrespecting yep. our customer base in a negative way like he does to EA's customer base. Yep. And that's it needs to stop. Somebody needs to tell him to get off Twitter that has the power to take him off Twitter. Yeah, because honestly, if we say something, he's just going to be... Or he'll dig up into our... Twitter stuff where I texted out pants or something like that and be like, what is this? Yeah. I didn't do that, by the way. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I had to think there for a second. Um, right. But again, I think it plays to his strengths, though, because he's like self-admitted. He was discovered complaining on message boards about the lack of attention to detail around equipment, which is why he's the equipment guru. And he does a great job getting good equipment in the game. Yeah. Um, he occasionally gets a little bit wrong. Yeah. Usually he's got a good He's pretty, lead. he's pretty yeah. good at it, but like some players will switch and so they'll have alternate. Yeah. So I've, I've obviously, I've gone and changed some of my players that he, he had one and yes, they have worn that. So very accurate, like down to the T. I switched it up to the other one because I like the other look that the other, that the player also wears. Yeah. So yeah. And he, there's usually a reason for it to like why something didn't happen, and then like likenesses don't come down in roster updates; they come down in patch and title updates, which is something people have to be aware of. They've been saying that a lot. Something that really surprised me, though, that I've been seeing 
the ratings guys don't determine who has abilities and what they are. Like they do to a degree because they because you have to be eighty or about to get an ability, mm-hmm. but they don't determine who gets abilities and what those abilities are. Hmm. Which is really kind of strange if you think about it. If not, if not them, who? Well, I know that you know Patrick Peterson didn't get any abilities. Why was that? He's not a superstar. Hmm. That's weird. He plays yeah. like a superstar. In real life. He's a 92. But what? he's a star developer. Oh, wow. Okay. Sorry. There, I mean, there's... He's not what he was maybe three years ago. I get that. But... Yeah. Anyhow. Chris Harris wasn't what he was three years ago. Anyhow. Right. Um, speaking of what people weren't... People not being what they were a few years ago, or even just a week or two ago... One of the complaints that the Raiders get about is how they how high they rate players who have missed extensive time with injury, and they always come back and say, "Well, we don't, we can't rate a guy, we can't lower a guy's rating that's been injured, other than maybe his injury rating, just because he didn't play. We we have to see how he plays to rate his ability to play." But you discovered something pretty interesting today. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah. So I just I occasionally just look around and so i just popped into the player rating database on the website okay i did big movers you know because that's the 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 rap song right big movers big money but Uh, um and uh it's kind of funny you know looking at some of the ratings and whatnot and melvin gordon is at the top because he's the highest rated player that has had a big movement. That sounds like a poop. Um, uh, it, which this is a big pile, but anyhow, um, that's, we're going to just name this big pile. Um, <laughs> he went from a 92 overall to a 90 because he's holding out. Yeah. Why? Uh, I mean, so. I'm just. Did Le'Veon Bell reduce in overall from last year to this year? I don't see Telvin Smith on this list, and he's kind of retired. Yeah. Um. I, I'm at a loss for words. It's stuff like this, like so. Some of the little things like this, yeah. are what piss me off. It's the little details, okay? And if you can't get something like this, what else are you doing? Yeah. Because if you have the standard of, okay, well, he's injured a lot and I'm not going to lower his rating. Well, if he's just not playing because he wants more money, well, I'm still just going to lower his awareness by five. So he goes down to. Yeah, why? What? What was your basis? Because he's not playing. He hasn't played all season. He didn't play in the preseason. He's not playing in the regular season. So you arbitrarily decided to lower his his overall by two points based on what? What's your reasoning behind it? Did you lower his – you know, here, at least give me an explanation. Did you lower his awareness by five points to lower his overall by two points so that he would be easier to trade because you think they're going to trade him? Hypothetically, if that was Ezekiel Elliott, would you have done it? 
No. <laughs> God, no, he wouldn't have, because Ezekiel Elliott is the second coming to that dude, right? Like, uh, why would we, why would we do that? We wouldn't do that. No, I was getting at the whole Cowboys thing. Anyhow. Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly, because it's the gosh dang Cowboys. So, you know what? They can do no wrong. And we've already pointed out, like, special takes they've done for players on the Cowboys before. Like, with their backup running back, getting, like, his speed boosted because who, who I've, I've seen more of that dude play in person than they have. Yeah. And so we're going to raise his speed because he was sick on combine day, but you're not going to look at somebody else's, you know, like, well, this is really important. We get this right. Cause he's a cowboy. They're not holding the punch, not pulling punches today. Yeah. I guess we're just we're fed up and uh, yeah. I, I uh, hope that our next podcast we don't have to talk about. I hope that we don't. Um. So yeah, like I keep on. It's gotten to a point of frustration that I, I'm just. I, and I've said this before, man. I just wish that there was an alternative that I could actually play. I'm right there with that, you. That I could actually enjoy playing that was, I mean, so all the, all the in-workings and everything like that of, like, you keep on hearing about, you know, like NCAA, man, if we just could have NCAA. Yeah. And and not, I, I just wish that it wouldn't even be from EA at this point. Heck have yeah. 2K just do, do NCAA, have them. Uh, negotiate the rights, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Have them do that. Um, because you know what? Their track record right now is better. Yeah. With with the franchises that I have played um, that they that they own. Um, I just, I don't have faith in, not necessarily EA, I don't have faith in Tiburon now. And, yeah. and who's the there's... developer of it. Because it's not... Like NHL, NHL, and I hate to do this because it's a different sport and everything, but it's an EA product. Absolutely. Like, I am just, I want to hit something right now. Yeah. Um, It's frustrating because I want it, there's so much that it could be better at. And it's little things like this. Yeah. That show. The dysfunction that the that the the Madden franchise has, absolutely. And you know what? I know that their intent may be good. Execution is just not good enough. And I'm try I try to ask in a positive manner and everything like that. Um, and I I think Clint is trying to you know, have the gameplay and everything like that go in the right way. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know about the ratings guys or anything like that, but you know, that's a whole nother thing. Um, I, I think that there's some good inroads, but then as soon as they take a step forward, it's at least three steps back for me. Done. Yeah. Oh, I'm right there with you, buddy. Like I was hoping we would be this episode would be talking about how great Madden 20 was 
and they, it's just kind of ruined. It's just been ruined by our experience with the devs, with the features not working the way that as they were supposed to work, the way we were sold on them working, and having to wade through people telling us that our expectations are too high for a $60 game that's been in development for over 30 years. Like, I don't... Sure, the game plays what it should have been four years ago, right? right? And I'm happy about that. Thank you, right? You emphasize that. It's still got its bugs, but you know what? I can live with that. But some of the other stuff, it's just like, why even have it in there? Just yeah. don't do it. Right. And just say, you know what? It's not ready. Right. That's cool. Just say, hey, we are working on something that will actually do this. You know, like, have a developer roadmap. Okay. Bungie has been doing that. Yeah. For Destiny, for instance. And they've gone on to tons of criticism. But they have a roadmap. And they're trying to actually say, hey, you know what? These are things that we're working at. And you know what? They use Twitter. Mm-hmm. And they're not, like, trash bagging people. Right. So, hmm. You know, like... <sighs> I think and I think that's why I've been pretty harsh about the competitive Madden players. But it's because when I see them on Twitter, they're doing this these bad things that we see some of these um, devs like Dustin doing, where they're just they're not encouraging quality community interaction, quality community conversation, which is what we wanted to be with this podcast. You know, we wanted to have our voice, and now I don't know how many episodes we've done now where we're just so disappointed and so yeah. frustrated and so upset with how they're behaving, how they're putting this game out, and we want something better. So I think maybe. Maybe our next episode we should focus on solutions and talk about what we'd like to see them do and talk about how to improve it or maybe talk about features from other games that they should bring over and things like that and try to direct it that way so we don't feel so negative by the end of our podcast. Yeah, yeah, I would like – but we have talked about some of that stuff, but maybe having an actual like positive feedback type um, episode that – we don't necessarily we don't focus like we don't necessarily acknowledge the bad we just talk about hey this is how it currently is this is where we could see the you know like these are features that we would like so that we can actually do this or that you know like I don't know how we're going to do that. <laughs> oh, we'll talk <laughs> off we'll talk off to the we'll, show about um, some game planning, but you know, that may or may not be what we do, but like yeah. I'm I just want to find a way for us to go positive with our podcast next time. Yeah. Um, uh, so that all of you lovely listeners can hear us not yell and use terms like steaming pile um, during our podcast. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Tom Cruise is upset at us right now for how negative that we are we're not jumping on couches and everything like that you know what i mean oh, we don't have katie holmes in front of us neither does he no oh! <laughs> <laughs> sorry tom we love you uh, okay um yeah in, any anything else i think no we've covered the spectrum i think think, so um well thank you again uh for for listening to us um life happens that's the reason why it's been what a month and a half ish or so uh two yeah Um, i think two months uh because it was july yeah we we put it out uh, like on july 4th really yeah that long you should 
Yeah. I, I don't think we mentioned at all uh, Born in the U.S. or uh, Born in the United States of America, the Tom Cruise movie. Oh, you mean Born on the Fourth of July? Born on the Fourth of July. That's the one, yeah. <laughs> That's why I was like, Born it. in the USA? Yeah. It's Bruce Springsteen, isn't it? Sounds right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he played Bruce Springsteen in the movie. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, um, thank you. And hopefully, uh, you know, you could laugh at some of our stupid jokes and everything like that yeah. as kind of some different kind of entertainment this time. But um, thanks for listening again, Ryan Tannehill and the group. Um, we appreciate and, you. Yeah. And, and as always, play. Chad, play your game. Play your game, Chad. <laughs> <laughs>